Hey everybody, and welcome to episode one of the Melanie Mat. My name is Pam. I am here with my co-host. Can you please introduce yourself? Hey everybody, I am Cashley. Um, basically, if it's something I want, I, you know, I go and get it. So you know, they call me Cashley. So you know, that's what I go by. <laughs> okay. Is, yeah. yeah. I, want it. I got it. I want it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. definitely my first pod. So, you know, just trying to flow with it. Listen, well, I think you're going to do great. I think the listeners will definitely love you. Um, this is our very first episode. So stay with us for this ride. I am super excited and i'm even more excited to do this with cashley so i hope you guys enjoy now would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself yep um well uh, i'm not afraid to admit my age i am 39 so 40 is like looking at me down the road so (laughs) and i'm looking forward to it so and um i currently reside in durham north carolina um i was born in pretty much raised in North Carolina. I kind of bounced around a little bit, but, you know, I was born here. Um, I'm currently in the IT field as a senior software tester. Um, Let's see. um, Wrestling fan, as usual, um, pretty much since the late 80s, late 80s, early 90s. So, you know, those WCW, maybe WWF, you know, those kinds of days. So, Mm. you know, um, (laughs) <laughs> she's on like the back for you. <laughs> yeah yeah you know so um those wcw saturday nights you know some of those you know you kind of remember that you know um but yeah just overall cool laid back state of myself i'm pretty much introvert so kind of imagine during this pandemic was kind of like a good thing for me because i didn't have to be around people <laughs> so you know <laughs> I can, you know, literally have a reason to stay in my warm, cozy house and be safe. Like I actually had a reason, you know. So, yeah. Other than that, um, I do like to travel. Um, pre-pandemic, I was traveling a lot. So, um, I guess you can imagine that was the only downside to it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Love music, hip hop, R and B, old school, all that stuff. So. Yeah, that's that's the just about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my name is Pam. I will not tell my age. You are very brave for that. <laughs> uh, I am an also fellow wrestling fan. I uh, have two babies. Uh, they are ten years apart during uh, certain times of the year. I have an eleven-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, they're mm-hmm. both opposite spec of the spectrum. One is the sweetest thing since sliced bread when she wants to be, when she's not moody because she's a preteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, my other one, my youngest, she is like my little mean one. She <laughs> she uh, literally like pow pows and all of that. Do not face <laughs> her. Um, she has hit doors like on herself like she, oh my goodness because she likes to close the door and open the door so she's like mm-hmm. hit herself with the door and just like kept it moving and i'm like okay wow this is normal <laughs> <laughs> and i have to be like are you okay and she just like looks at me like don't touch me i'm i'm on my way oh okay oh i'm my bad 
I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I love traveling as well. I think, like you said, the pandemic definitely, that was one of the downsides was like not being able to travel. Mm-hmm. And at first for me, not even being able to go outside because the pandemic happened and I had at the time a two month old baby and was dealing mm-hmm. with those fresh baby blues. So I was like, oh my goodness. But, uh-huh. um, you know, Everything happens for a reason. I will say that. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love wrestling. Um, I love tech. It's actually funny because I am in school for computer science now. So I think that's Mm -hmm. actually funny that you're also in tech. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I currently am in Florida, uh, military family. So we bounce around a bit. But, but, you Mm -hmm. know, for right now, Florida is our main station, I guess we can say. Um, My birthday is next week. Oh, okay. Okay. We we, we about to turn up, turn up, turn up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've loved wrestling since I was a little girl. Um, One of my favorite memories that I have of wrestling is <laughs> having the Spice Girls Spice World on VHS and literally recording WrestleMania over the ending of Spice World. Oh, shoot. <laughs> and not realizing that I did that. So I'm singing the song and then walking to WrestleMania. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I don't think, uh, I don't think these things go together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure that works. So, yeah, um, yeah. I I love traveling. I love a good museum as well. It's uh, one of my favorite yeah. things to do with my best friend. Uh, me and her both love history. So when we travel, if we ever travel together, shout out to you, Kat. Uh, we like to pick a museum to go to, or like when we went to Dallas. We went not mm-hmm. didn't do the JFK Museum, but uh, there was actually a man on the street that if we just paid him five dollars, he gave us a newspaper from that time and gave us the full rundown, basically like the museum was gonna do. But instead of paying wow. like fifty something bucks, we only had to pay him five dollars. Mm-hmm. So, oh wow, I would say okay, it's a steal. <laughs> so yeah, that's an awesome now. deal. Yeah, what? Who are some of your favorite wrestlers? It can be, well, we'll say, how about you give me your three of your favorites from the past and three of your current favorites? Oh, wow. Three of my favorites from the past. Wow, that's real easy. So starting from the top, Ricky Steamboat. Okay. Mm. And then the next one, Bret Hart. Um, mm. And then rounding off the three is Shawn Michaels. So those okay. three are very, very important to me. <laughs> and I, you know, I've said it before. No, no Brayheart slander. Nowhere I don't tolerate no kind of Brayheart slander. Like never. I don't care. I don't care. When nobody thought about the screw job, he ain't had nothing to do with it. I refuse to believe it. No, absolutely not. No, no, absolutely not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> top three now um, wow top three now I gotta say Edge um, I think Edge coming back is like it was kind of nostalgic in, in a sense and I think he's he's showing Seth Rollins a lot because it's kind of like the past and the future 
in that kind of um, mm. lineup, which leads me to number two, Seth Rollins. He's um, another favorite of mine right now. Um, another favorite of mine, I gotta say, Roman Reigns. Um, mm. Like his heel character, he's playing that to a T. Yes, like he's playing that to a T. And I think I was one of the many that was waiting for him to make that turn. Like you gotta, he gotta be a heel. <laughs> he's gotta be like at this point. It's nowhere else mm-hmm. for him to be but a heel. And he's doing it very, very well. And I think um, having Paul Heyman, not only as his talking piece, but kind of like really helping to support him in his heel road and that heel journey is was a great pairing. And, you know, because, you know, some of the some of the skits that they've been doing, I think Paul Heyman really plays it up really good. And, of course, you know, with the Usos being there, too, I think that was – that was a really good, that's a really good situation for him, just all around, so. Mm. Now, do you think Naomi is going to join the butt line? <laughs> I think she should. Um, mm. And that's something I kind of heard buzzing around for a while, and I think she should. I think that would be a crazy addition. She would be the only female for now. Um, and I think, I think they could help bring that heel out of her because I think she's had some heel runs and it's like, it's, it it hasn't really fully came out of her yet, but I think being around men and like a total heel faction right now, that would work for her, you know? So I think she definitely should. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're waiting for the right time, waiting for the right bill, but it's like, "Mm, I might as well pull the trigger on that now, you know? And I think that would, that would put her in another conversation. So, you know. Okay. I definitely, I agree. I think Naomi needs that edge. I think the only problem is that Naomi is such a nice person. Every time yeah. I try to turn her heel, <laughs> like it just doesn't, it just yeah. don't feel right. It's like you can tell that she can't really fully embrace it because mm-hmm. that's not her. That's not who yeah. she is. Uh, but mm-hmm. we, this is a Naomi Stan account over here. We we stand Naomi. Yeah, uh, there yeah. will be absolutely no Naomi yeah. slander at all. So don't. Oh yeah. Try to think about no. We, we won't do that. Um. So I'll give my three favorite wrestlers from the past and mm-hmm. my three favorites from now, which is so hard. Um. Number <laughs> one, of course. The Rock, uh, okay. I mean, goat definition of goat. Um, yeah. Number two is Steve Austin. Um, okay. I, I love him. He was actually one of the sweetest people. I met him at the last WrestleMania in New Orleans a couple years ago. Um, oh, okay. He was extremely nice. We were actually, he was actually running a little late because he didn't get to eat um, and he wanted mm-hmm. to eat. So he said, hey, if you, even if you did not pay to see me, if you stand on this line, I will sign whatever you want me to sign. Oh, shoot. And yeah, I will have, and you can meet me for free and take pictures and everything for free. Yo, that's so that was, that was a very crazy experience. It was also funny because. I thought I had to choose between Stone Cold or his Alistair Black, now known as Malachi Black. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I picked Alistair Black. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> and 
I actually got lucky because my friend was online and he was like by the front and he let me through. Um, and I actually ended up talking to Alistair Black for like a really long time. So, so yeah. So that was mm-hmm. a, a fun experience. I was like, okay, now I gotta go and run and go meet Steve Austin. He was like, you came to see me instead of Stone Cold. He was like, wow. Okay. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> he was like, I might not have done that, but okay. I just won the title the night before. So it just, yeah. it just made sense to me. I don't, I don't know. But, you know, now looking back, I'm kind of happy I did do that because some coal wasn't ready anyway, and I would have never got to meet yeah. Alistair. So everything happens for a reason. Um, and my third favorite wrestler from the past is China. I absolutely oh, yeah. love China. Uh, rest in yeah. peace to her. I think Definitely. that she really, really, really deserves her flowers by herself. Not does. with no NWA. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna, I agree. You know, just introduce the whole dx no she yeah, needs her own because she's she is a goat she is mm-hmm. definitely one yeah. of the goats and yeah regardless of what she went through afterwards which you know there's a lot of different conspiracy theories on why she went through what she went through due to triple yeah. h and stephanie how they moved etc um that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with her wrestling and who she was yeah you can just tell she was a good person um and mm-hmm. sometimes people put on characters but from everyone who has known her if you watch interviews in regards to her or just anyone mm-hmm. who's known her period or has met her everyone said that she was such a sweet person um mm-hmm. and like i said she yeah. put on some amazing matches i love even the matches, her and Eddie, like that whole thing that they oh, had going yeah, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite <laughs> things ever. So she's definitely up there mm-hmm. my top as far as the past. Um, mm-hmm. As far as current, of course, number one, uh, if you guys don't know, um, I'm a huge Kenny Omega fan. So Kenny Omega is my number one. Um, <laughs> he actually named mm-hmm. my youngest daughter. So shout out to him oh he helped me pick uh, between two dope. names for her um so he's my number one wrestler um i love the storytelling that he gives um i love the way he wrestles he's one of the sweetest people i've ever met as well like mm-hmm. again not a mean person and i think that's more so like what i tend to gravitate towards um so he's mm-hmm. definitely number one number two mm-hmm. roman of course, mm-hmm. it's it's Roman. Yeah, uh, like you said, I appreciate the healer. I liked when he wasn't a healer yeah. as well. Um, I've actually just liked oh, him. Yeah. I don't understand mm-hmm. why people don't like him. Um, but everyone has their <laughs> own different reasons. Some people say, "Oh, it's you know he's getting shoved down our throats," and that's why. Listen, listen. When they put their money, when the machine backs somebody, you can tell. Yeah. When they back the shield. You could tell when yeah, they were battling yeah. Dean Ambrose. You can tell because Dean Ambrose, his heavyweight championship run was trash, but they were behind him. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were behind him. So you know, yeah. you had to go and just go with the flow with that. Um, but yeah. Roman is, is is doing what he needs to do. I acknowledge him. Um, he is the tribal chief. 
he is the head of the table and he the ones. Yeah. He the bloodline. So uh definitely yeah. Roman. And I would say number three for me, oof. This is hard. It's kind of hard yeah. because like I don't know if I want to put I, I mm, he's not wrestling, but he did just wrestle. So it's mm, mm-hmm. like, I want to put John Cena, but I, mm, I would uh, pick more John Cena for old school, but we'll pick John Cena for new school. Um, I love John Cena. Yeah. Um, he is, again, he's another one, like so sweet, so nice. Um, mm-hmm. I would more so put him with old school, but he's also new school. He did just wrestle. I've, I've seen him wrestle yeah. so much in two months. I was like, Wow. Okay. Because uh, they came out here for SmackDown. I went to that. Saw mm-hmm. him wrestle Raw. Uh, he was on the Raw show as well. I was like, okay, it really is Summer Cena. Uh, then SummerSlam, <laughs> he wrestled. Then the Super Show at MSG a couple weeks ago. He, re- I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think he's still kind of working though. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. I mean, okay, he still he still gets a pop. So he still gets reactions. So I mean. You know. Oh yeah, people love it. I think because I actually got it was the next one. I was like, "Why are you booing him? Like, do you not like him?" He's like, "No, I love Cena." So okay, so if you love him, why? Are you doing <laughs> him? Just, I don't. I don't guess. Oh, I think it's more so like just like oh, everyone else is booing him. Like you know, it's kind of like when you are in that moment with the chin, and everyone's like, "John Cena." Yeah. Even though they really yeah, really and I was I was actually Cena. at that raw after. Um, mania in new orleans when that chant started um and it was funny then so it's kind of funny to hear it now because it's like you know just kind of hear it where it started and kind of hear it now but yeah it's it's definitely it's people following the crowd like you know when you go to kind of the um the accesses right so you know i one in particular i remember was roman reigns it's like he was getting booed out the building, but yet it was so many guys <laughs> just kind of oh, lined no. up in his yeah. line to get an autograph. It's like mm, somebody lying. Like, you know, do you hate him or do you like him? Like, which one is it? You know, so yeah, it's definitely that. They they don't hate him because even now, even some of the people that I've seen say that they don't like Cena. They're the same ones that, oh, Cena was at New York Comic Con. Oh, how much does his things cost? Uh, like, mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> I bet you don't like him. <laughs> you yeah. don't like him. Why do you want to yeah. get his picture? It is. Mm-hmm. That that part is very weird to me. Um, but Cena is definitely uh, in my top three. Um, mm-hmm. It's crazy because I don't even have a favorite female wrestler currently. Which is weird yeah. for me because normally there's someone I do like, but oh no, I'm lying. Mm-hmm. I'm lying. Let me not lie. Bianca Belair. Bianca has yeah. gained my respect this year. Um, I've yeah. loved seeing her grow. And like she mm-hmm. stated in her um, her interview that she had in the ring, she's been carrying the company this year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I I love her. Uh, last year was Sasha yeah. Bailey. And this year it's Bianca, and listen, yeah. I'm here for it. I I love it. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Becky Lynch's new character. Um, I'm just not a, a fan. Of it. <laughs> yeah, it's blah. <laughs> like okay, yeah. <laughs> it just don't like, again. It don't feel right at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just 
it, I don't know. It just wasn't, uh, that wasn't working for me. So now that we've gone into that, what are some of your favorite mm-hmm. matches? Wow. <laughs> well, kind of speaking on um, how I was mentioning earlier, like um, kind of going through, you know, what's well, all on Peacock now, kind of going through WWE channel and watching all the old stuff. But my favorite match starting from the top is Sean versus Razor, the ladder match at WrestleMania 10. Ooh. That ladder match for me, really, even though there were ladder matches in the past, like ladder matches aren't new at all. But that one for me really changed the game. It's like both on brought their total A game. The storyline, the storytelling was great. You know, the way uh, Sean played his part at the very end when Razor grabbed both the belts, it was it was a great match from start to finish. You know what I'm saying? Even when Diesel came out, you know, they had to toss him out of there that he was a great little addition to the match midway. But yeah, that was a great match start to finish. Um, my second one is Brett versus Owen, also from WrestleMania. Ooh, um, that's another good one. Two, two brothers. Like, like I said, the storytelling in this match too was incredible. Like it, it just grabs you and it held you. Like, and then to see kind of at the end how Owen won, it was like, you know, it, ordinarily in a match, it's like, okay, that's how it ended. But it was it was a great story from beginning to finish. It was like you didn't really, you didn't really care that that's how it ended because you knew that was the beginning. The story wasn't over. So, you know, yeah, great match. Um, and to round up the three, um, has to be Brett versus Sean. Um, mm. WrestleMania 12, the Iron Man match, which... To me, kind of going forward, for anybody did the Iron Man matches after that, it was like that one was the standard, in my opinion. So, you know, like that one, that whole story, even leading up to it, because, you know, even if you know the backstory between their relationship, they had the ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? Because they was kind of beefing behind the scenes some of the time. So just to kind of see that and see how how all of that played out, it's like, yeah, that was a great match. And even all the players involved. So, yeah, I you have so many great matches that I'm like, hmm, I need to <laughs> get on Peacock and uh, go back and rewatch yeah. some of these matches because oh, these yeah. are some great matches. Yeah. Oof. Um, I will say my first, the first match that I can think of whenever I want to introduce anyone to one of my faves, Kenny, is um, Kenny versus Okada. Um, oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to go with the third match that they had, which was the final one. Um, I won't spoil it for mm-hmm. those that haven't seen it, um, but mm-hmm. that's definitely, that match, if I'm not mistaken, was an hour and a half long. And I yeah. cried yeah. like such a baby. I just like boohooed. It was the storytelling again. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. just like almost got it, almost got it, got it. Like it just, it's just. Yeah, it was ten out of ten. Literally mm-hmm. one of my favorite matches um, that I've watched. I'm also going to say, oof. There's like so many. It's like so hard because there are so many, so many great yeah. matches. Um. I'm going to go with, oof. Um, mm, this is like so hard. 
I actually like, yeah. and people might uh, argue with me, but John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in like that Firefly Funhouse match they had, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. last year. Um, I actually yeah. really, really, really liked that match. Again, I'm a big storyteller. <laughs> so the storytelling yeah. in that match was like great. Um, I loved it. It just, it made sense. It it just made mm-hmm. sense. I also really like oof, this. I thought, oh yeah, when we do this part, this is going to be so easy. It is not as easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as I thought it was going to yeah. be. Um, and I'm going to round it off with a women's match. Mm. And I am, of course, going to go with Bianca versus Sasha at WrestleMania mm-hmm. this year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Being there and feeling that emotion mm-hmm. and... yeah. It just, yeah, that that resonated with me very, very well. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to put that definitely in my top favorite match. Um, yeah, they put on for the culture, definitely. Listen, when Bianca started crying, I was crying. Uh, there was a little girl yeah. that was two rows in front of me. She dressed up as Bianca as well. Yeah. So it, just, mm-hmm. it just made that moment more special. Um, and to see people like us, in that type of space when mm-hmm. normally we aren't mm-hmm. allowed in those sort of spaces just yeah it just made so much sense so mm-hmm. i i'm yeah and that was I'm a main event too about it Ex- yes the first time that was a main event yeah an american woman have main events at wrestlemania yeah mm-hmm. history literally mm-hmm. history makers yeah her story as they were saying yeah her. definitely yeah so I would definitely say that is my top. It looks like we have two voice notes. So I'm going to play one of them and uh, okay, let's see how it goes. Hey, check mm-hmm. y'all out. Welcome to the Melanin Mat. We're cool and pan. Look, 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 look at this. Ah, look at you look at this. Look at somebody come look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Come on. Come, look, look at this. Look, look, look. I'm listening in. I'm listening in. <laughs> ah, that's what's up. That's what's up, Greg. Okay. Hey. Acknowledge hey. us. Acknowledge us. Hello. Hello. We, we, we you know, we the ones. <laughs> and he has another one, yeah. and I'm going to play it. I'm going to have my top five in a second i just have to finish writing them down writing them yeah down. That top that top five you know top five that's something else um yeah. we did top it, three it might get a little tricky yeah yeah, yeah getting into five that's a little tricky it might be but i think i got my five though oh 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 okay i think <laughs> now are we talking top five matches or are we talking top five wrestlers um, I think, well, I guess wrestlers now matches could possibly do matches too. Possibly. Yeah. I will, well, Maybe. if we're going to do top five matches, <laughs> we definitely have to add the ladder match with Christian and Edge, Hardy Boys, and the Dudley Boys at TLC match. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Again, setting set the standard. 
just oh, yeah. just setting the mm-hmm. standard. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. laughing because actually, I know we said no Bret Hart slander, but I actually love the screw job match. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I? You know it's. <laughs> It was like WTF, like what was that, right? And I think you know, kind of learning more about it as time went on, and then you know, you have the series like Dark Side of the Ring that really went into detail about it. It's like, mm. Mm. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it's it's still something we're talking about years later. Like it's been over over what twenty plus years, maybe, yeah. and we're still talking about it. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> the antics yeah definitely and me and greg yeah about that. oh yeah it was also the antics afterwards and i just oh love yeah part. Mm-hmm. like he don't give no f's uh i love him so <laughs> he was and like, i actually had a chance to meet him doing? right the excellence of execution like he's so old school like he took it that seriously like it was about legacy so it was like That's why right. would he had to do something like that to tarnish his legacy his precious legacy like his family name like how dare you like <laughs> it's one of those like really <laughs> but yeah i had a chance i actually had a chance to meet him um at wrestlecon in new orleans um so this one was a couple after the last one in new in new orleans but yeah and i i remember i was in line and it's like the closer I got to the table, it was like my heart just started beating out of my chest. Like, oh my God, I'm about to be Bret Hart, right? <laughs> and he was so nice. And he was so nice, so, so sweet, so cool. And, you know, I got a picture with him. And I think he signed a picture as well. I can't even find a picture, but I remember I got the picture of us, you know, at the booth or whatever. But yeah, just that made my day right there. So, you know, that, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Definitely. We, we love Bret. Yeah, yeah, best there definitely. Best there ever will be. Yeah, best there ever will himself. be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and lived up to it, you know, L- and still living up to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so we have uh, another voicemail. This one is from Karate, oh. and let's see mm-hmm. what they say. Oh, you're right. You're right, bro. Look at this. 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 Whoa, my brother, you right. Look at this. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look at this. Yeah, hype us up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The next one is from Greg. So. I have six. Number one, Benoit versus Jericho at Royal Rumble 2001. Number four, Macho Man versus Ric Flair at WrestleMania 8. Number three, Austin versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, the one with uh, Mike Tyson. I'm trying to think of what other ones. Okay, Cactus Jack versus Triple H, the street fight at Royal Rumble. That's like number two for me. And the reason why it was slightly better than the Hell in a Cell that um, Mick Foley had with Undertaker. So, well, I'm sorry, Mankind or whatever. Um, This one is Undertaker versus Shawn at Bad Blood. That was probably one of my favorite matches of all time. And Warrior versus... um, Macho Man, not Macho Man. Was it Macho Man? I don't know. I gotta, I gotta fact check. I want to say it was Macho Man. If it's not Macho Man, it's probably Ric Flair. I just can't remember. But I'll be back. I'll be back. I gotta clarify. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he said five, but he came back with six, but that's okay. <laughs> Listen, we told him three, then five. Then <laughs> right, right, right. You give an extra credit. We didn't ask for that. <laughs> All right. But yeah, it's interesting you brought up Undertaker because yes, if, you, know, you go that? through five, y'all talk about Undertaker in somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Listen, Brothers of Destruction definitely. Oof, that's why it's so hard trying oh, to yeah. favorite wrestlers because it's it's mm-hmm. funny. I loved Kane for the longest, but I loved American Badass Taker as well. So, oh yeah, uh, definitely. It, yeah, it's just he totally reinvented himself. Totally, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and he came out to Rolling Violent Biscuit, who was hot at the best when Vince had his finger on the pulse. Okay, mm-hmm. to think, you know what, Taker, mm-hmm. you come out in your motorcycle, you drive around the ring, and you come out to a song, Rolling, which at the time was like really popular. Um, yeah, for all the mm-hmm. so it it made mm-hmm. sense, like it it mm-hmm. made sense. So I yeah, listen. we won't get into Vince McMahon slander. Not yet. We'll wait till later <laughs> on in the podcast. <laughs> uh, but it looks like he did come back. So let's play his next voice note. I was right. It's Macho versus Warrior, WrestleMania 7. That was number two on my list. Uh, But number one for me is Shawn versus Undertaker at Bad Blood. That was one of the few matches I was like, you know what? Like It was a storyline from beginning to finish, and I honestly didn't care because I liked them both. Um, An honorable mention, though, that I actually started watching on YouTube. One of my friends was like, Craig, like this match, remember this? And I was like, no, I don't, but I'll watch it because I liked Neville. So it was Neville versus Sammy at NXT TakeOver uh, Revolution. That's I think it was Re-Evolution or Revolution. Either way, I just recently saw that match, and it's probably one of the best matches I've seen like recently, and I watched it late. So that's a really good honorable mention mm. yeah oh yeah listen yeah. that's a sleeper match believe it or not mm-hmm. so many people mm-hmm. just oh man they that was oh, wow that really brought me yeah. now that was a really really good match another match mm-hmm. that just reminded me um if i'm not mistaken it's sammy Zayn versus nakamura um it, yeah yeah that, uh-huh. That match is so great, and to think that mm-hmm. they did that match on the fly. Um, they right. they were calling the match mm-hmm. as they were doing it, and it came out so mm-hmm. good. That is NXT in its prime at the height. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Listen, was putting SmackDown who? Raw who? If AEW yeah. was out, AEW oh, yeah. who? Mm-hmm. They were they were mm-hmm. putting on. That's when again mm-hmm. Triple H had his finger on the pulse, and they were giving definitely. people what mm-hmm. we want. Um, so yeah. you definitely have some great mentions. We have another yeah. voice note from Mojo the Watcher. <laughs> you want to get into that? What a name! Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> let's hit play on that. One of my favorite matches was Grimes versus New Jack. I think it was in '98. It was an XPW event in Philadelphia. And then, um, yeah, another match I really liked was, a, uh, it was in 2015. It was Eric Young versus Abyss at the Monsters Ball. Um, hmm, let me think, man. A uh, lot of good matches, trying to think. So many good matches. Uh, I liked uh, when 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 John Moxley uh, versus... Uh, 
Eddie Kingston, which was recent. I think it was this year. Um, mm-hmm. I forget what event it was at. And then um, Stardust versus Goldust. Uh, yeah. That was a really good match. When they had that brother feud, Stardust and Goldust. Oof. Can we talk about Stardust's? Can we talk about Stardust for like a quick second? Like, do you remember of his theme song? Like, it was, it was such, it was so hot to me. Like, wow, that's some straight '90s R&B, early 2000s mix. Like, who came <laughs> up with that? But yeah, I just had to mention that real quick. You said Stardust, and it, it brought me back to that theme song. So yeah, I will say I did like the the evolution of Cody, Cody Rhodes, Stardust, whichever mm-hmm. gimmick he wanted to wants to go back down. Um, I I laugh at how he is now in AEW um, because <laughs> yeah. he went from everyone loved him and then he just like I don't know what happened he cut that very very weird it wasn't racist yeah. but it was like tone deaf it was weird promo. yeah and uh, yeah. it just it it just it was giving too much you needed to take some mm-hmm. back uh, let's. Mm-hmm. You got too much dip on your chip. Like it was, it was way, yeah. way too much. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but I do like when he first started. I will say again, Cody and Brandy, some of the nicest people I've ever met. I've met them a bunch of times, especially during Ring of Honor days. Um, mm-hmm. Such sweet people, like really, really, really nice. And Cody's mom, I love her. I I didn't know that. Oh, not, okay. not just Cody's mom, also Brandy's mom. I love both of them. But Brandy's mom, I love just a little bit more. Uh, one, two from Detroit, so she don't play that. Um, mm-hmm. And two, I didn't know that was her mom. Um, when we went to All Out for the first ever All Out, um, well, All In, All Out, I always get them confused. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we went there, she was actually standing on our floor. So we were talking about wrestling and Brandy came up and this guy that was drunk, he was like, oh, I don't like her. Blah, blah. I was like, watch your mouth. You don't talk about mm. like I was defending her. I didn't know her yeah. mama was right behind me. And she was like, that's right. Mm-hmm. You defend my baby. Because I was like, oh, 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 hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't defending yeah. her because she was there. But hey, 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 mama bear. And the dad was mm-hmm. like so quiet. So. You could tell it's one of those situations where it was, if you ever seen that meme where it's like um, when the waiter brings me the wrong food and my girl got to stand up and defend for me. It's, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was giving off those vibes. So, yeah. I, I, I love them. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love them. Okay, Mojo, looks like you gave us a little bit more voice notes. So let's play the next one. <laughs> But in terms of like Hell in the Cell, I really like that match. It was Rikishi, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and Kurt Angle all had a Hell in the Cell match. It was a match where I believe it was The Rock knocked Rikishi off the top of the cell. No, Undertaker was in that match too. I think Undertaker choked, slammed Rikishi into a bale of hay in the bed of a truck. That was a really good match. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, some- and Stone Cold and Rock had really awesome rivalries too. Like I think Let- the one culminating at WrestleMania was was huge, you know, and that was pretty much it for Stone Cold at that point. But yeah, they had a really nice run, the two of them. Yes. I wanna say well they had two at Mania, so I'm trying to figure out if we like if I like the one in nineteen or seventeen. Um, it was 19. It was 19. The one in uh, mm-hmm. Dallas. 
I think it was Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. It was 19. I had to look it up just to fact check real quick. But I definitely agree. Those two and that wordplay, immaculate. Mm-hmm. Immaculate. And final one yeah. from Mojo the Watcher. Oh, and then this is one of my most favorite matches right here. It was in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And it was... Uh, Shout out. It was great, Muda, mm-hmm. and um, oh man, uh, Tashiri, mm-hmm. um, ah. Tashiri and Great Muda uh, versus Gold Dust and Jinsai Shizuki in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That was pretty good. Or um, trying to think here, any of Prince Devitt's matches before he became Finn Balor uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> uh, Oh, I think there was a match between Prince David and uh, not Adrian Neville, but they, Pac, you know, uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, too. has a pretty good match, too. Um, yeah, just a glorious time. And any El Generico match before he became Sami Zayn. <laughs> they are not the same person. I don't know what you're talking about. El Generico has been for years. They are not the same person. <laughs> they definitely not the same now I agree Um, since Finn Balor went from Prince Devitt to Finn Balor it's just been like Mm -hmm. whoa whoa. Um, I loved before he came over today I loved all his matches Um, I also one of my favorite progress matches of him if I'm not mistaken he dressed up as the Joker if I'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. um, for his entrance and absolutely I, I loved it. Um, oh, yay. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. By the way, SmackDown is on right now, and I'm watching. Yes, Hero it is. Yes. And <laughs> Naomi is finally having her match. Shout out yeah. to my girl, Naomi. This is a Naomi Stan podcast. Yes. We love her, whatever Absolutely. she does. Uh-uh, not how I hit the Santana on live TV. Okay, <laughs> I, we I love her. She's just like the sweetest thing ever. Um, yeah. But I love Prince Devitt uh, as far as before he came to WWE. Um, some of my favorite matches of him while he was in NXT is actually him <clears throat> versus Samoa Joe. I think they put oh, yeah. so yeah. good. Um, that, mm-hmm. I'm not... If I'm not mistaken, the one they had in Japan, it was the Beast in the East. Yeah. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that that match was amazing. Um, I did like his run with Bullet Club in New Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm more so mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I love Okada. Okada is, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love Tanahashi. Yeah, I'm an Okada fan, definitely. Yeah. Listen, Okada is, he's so tall <laughs> and he's so sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I definitely liked kind of his character progression after he lost the belt, what he was going to do. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he went from Okada pants to Okada shorts and came out with a balloon right. because he lost yeah. himself. He was so used to being on top and mm-hmm. being mm-hmm the man that when he lost to Kenny and he lost his belt, he was like, wait a minute. Yeah. What am I, mm-hmm. what am I doing now? I'm happy. I got a red balloon. Like what, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, so definitely yeah. that, that progression in New Japan was 
definitely crazy for me. Um, I also liked, uh, oh man, what was, what's the match? I like Sonata versus Evil. Um, I actually like Sonata, yeah. but Sonata versus Evil when oh, they yeah. finally faced each other, that was a great match as well. Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely love that. Yeah, I hope at some point, you know, New Japan would see Sonata as that singles champion. And and I'm not sure where the disconnect was because Sonata's awesome. Like if you really yes. watch him in the ring, he's he's awesome. So it's like I, I you know, it's like it's really kind of hard to see, okay, where's why aren't they seeing? Why isn't he a singles champion yet? You know, and I know he really couldn't get past Okada when Okada was really popping. So I don't know if that was it, but you know, he definitely, if, if not then, it should definitely be a champion, single champion now. So I definitely, definitely agree. Um, he had such a great run, and I honestly just think it was just I don't know if Gato was still booking at the time, but I think so. The, yeah. If so, then Gato really dropped the ball with that because mm-hmm. so many people were behind Sonata and to give him that singles run, mm-hmm. you know, because him and Evil were always tagging together. Um, and mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. He, he is still that breakout star. Just you have to, again, put the machine behind them. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's really been the theme. And it's very true. Once you put the machine behind them, then it's like, OK, now we got this ball moving. <clears throat> Excuse me. And now it's now we can see what everybody else sees. At least give him that mm-hmm. chance to to be there. It doesn't have to be yeah. even if you say, "Hey, we'll just test it out." Maybe not a long reign, uh, maybe mm-hmm. like a, a month or so. But something is better than nothing. So I definitely yeah. think that they they should at least you know put the bear in his back. Let that man go off. Let him go off. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, especially now, because I think Okada is kind of, you know, being played with injuries. I think a lot of that is kind of catching up to him. And um, I guess a little sidebar, um, I don't know if you caught the last uh, G1 match between him and Tamatonga. I don't know if you saw that one yet. I have not seen that it yet, one? but happy oh, okay. to oh. fellow Libra. Happy yeah. Friday. But I already, yeah. uh, New Japan and their spoilers, of course, so... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you know I wanted to stop and see if you had seen it first before I, you know I say anything else. But yeah, yeah, there's definitely a whole game of spoilers out there. But yeah, I think Okada is. Um, I don't want to say slowing down, but I think definitely the injuries are really are really getting to him. So um, I'm not sure where where they're planning to kind of take it next. Who they plan to really put it on, you know, to take them further on, but. Um, yeah, I think I think Sonata would be would be great in in that aspect. Oh yeah, and he's definitely I, got the look. So you know, I definitely agree a thousand percent. Like just just give it to him. Oh yeah, now we're getting Naomi versus Shayna Baszler. <laughs> she did it on purpose. Like uh, you know, I mean, and I think we know how this is gonna end. You know. <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately yeah. we know this is gonna happen maybe again we're teasing at heal naomi will naomi be yeah. down with the bloodline mm-hmm. who knows who who knows uh we do have three more voice notes all from mojo to watcher so let's see what you gotta say 
Oh, now four. Okay. With uh, Maddie Johnson. So let's see what Mojo has to say. Oh, man, how I forget. Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho. Oh, man, WrestleMania. Boy. Or Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair at Mania. Oh. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some, some good ones. Man, but Kevin Steen is the most underrated. I shouldn't be sending all these messages. I'm just a big wrestling fan. But Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens, it, his run from NXT to the WWE to the main roster, he has one of the best runs from NXT to WWE. Just the way he came in so bold as the NXT champion and kicked John Cena's ass and just... I mean, and then not, but then went back to the next. He broke up his friendship with Sami Zayn. Just all this crazy shit. And we know the history because we know El Generico, you know? So it's like, it's kind of like being an insider, you know? It's crazy. Beautiful, wonderful Canadian rivalry. And then comes over here, kicks John Cena's ass in such this crazy fashion. And, mm-hmm. and lets John Cena know, I'm not a rookie. Bitch, I'm a veteran. I've been doing this. That was amazing. I agree. Mm. I definitely, yeah. definitely agree. But I also do miss John Cena's open challenges. Um, yeah. People couldn't mm-hmm. crap on Cena all they want, but he was, they always said, oh, but he doesn't want to put no one ahead. Look at all the past Cena matches. Cena has been doing nothing but putting all of oh, the yeah. quote unquote newbies on and mm-hmm. putting out great matches. Like, Mm-hmm. What? 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 Yeah, I, I'm not even. I, I yeah, like that robbery. Yeah, like the uh, the one series of matches that he had with um like Seth Rollins, and then you know they had Brock Lesnar in the mix. I actually enjoyed those, you know, and um I believe Brock was the champion at the time, or was a Cena champion? I, I can't remember, but yeah, I, I think Cena at that time was putting on good matches, like um. The, the one at WrestleMania where he really looked made Brock look totally strong. Like, like if you thought Brock was really a beast, like he was really a beast in that match. And I think it really was really a testament to John Cena. Like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to make this guy look real strong. Right. Even though I'm a strong guy too, I'm going to make yeah. him look real strong. So. I definitely will say uh, another one of my favorite matches is the beginning of Suplex City. John Cena versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. When yeah. he, I'm not oh, mistaken, yeah. he took like some like 15 something times. Like it was, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I loved it. That's definitely one of one of my favorites. All right, mm-hmm. Mojo, you got another one. Let's see what he says. The cool thing about uh, AEW is it's this crazy hybrid between WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Almost like the perfect combination, you know? You got that strong style that's respectable. The, the fans have this great respect, almost like Japanese wrestling, uh, for the, the storytelling. And there's this strong style, grappling, sort of sport-like nature to it, to where it's not over-the-top and comical. But at the same time, they do a really wonderful job of storytelling telling and there's these real layers of uh, layers of elements in there but there's just the perfect amount of kayfabe um Mm. beautifully done AEW is a wonderful product and i hope it never gets tarnished uh wwe has never had that really good balance Uh, they had really good kayfabe balance but never really good 
to be respected. It was always kind of a joke or there was always like a modicum of just kind of silliness. But yeah, this is good. I definitely yeah, speaking of yeah, and, and definitely speaking of AEW, um, you know, there was some um, articles that came out that they're actually beating WWE in ticket sales, and I believe it was at um, I can't remember what arena it was. I think it might have been the Garden, or it might have been another one, but they're beating them in ticket sales. Basically, it was and in that's Island. actually yeah, and they're um, getting it's causing some concern. So, you know, they're going to try to bring Roman Reigns into Raw to kind of spike up the numbers. But I think it's very telling. And I think AEW, for what they're doing now, I think they're a really viable competition right now. You know, um, yeah, I think everybody will always love WWE, but there, there's this other entity now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's it's going to, after a while, bring that balance to the scales to where WWE for a while has really run amok, I guess you could say. And really, and I think in a lot of ways their product has suffered in some ways and a lot over the years because they know they don't have no competition. They, you know, their competition failed. They bought them out, so you know they kept it moving. I think now they have a real viable competition, so they got to step it back up again. You know, yeah. And I'm really tired of people saying AEW is only hiring all of the people released from WWE. Y'all do understand <laughs> that before they were in WWE, they were in the Indies, right? Like these aren't mm-hmm. just people don't just want them in AEW just because oh they're in WWE. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Like these people wrestled. Like Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, the American Dragon mm-hmm. was huge in Ring of Honor. Adam Cole, oh yeah, huge mm-hmm. in Ring huge. of Honor. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tommy and. AKA Malachi Black, huge overseas WXW champion. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite mm-hmm. matches is him versus Tommaso Ciampa. Um, like, ah, uh, yeah. What, like, what, what do we, please stop saying that. I really don't like when people mm-hmm. say that because it basically, it feels as though you are just saying, screw everything you did before you came into WWE. Um, mm-hmm. WWE is your best run, which is not true. It is just yeah. not true at all. Now we'll say is mm-hmm. AEW getting a little crowded? Yes. Um, yeah. Does AEW need to work on their storytelling? Absolutely. Um, again, mm-hmm. I love storytelling. I still think they need to work on that. But to say, oh, AEW only takes past three wrestlers. No, these people were wrestlers before they got into WWE, and them being wrestlers mm-hmm. previously is what got them in. WWE. So right. let's let's mm-hmm. let's not do that narrative. Um I definitely do not agree with that narrative. Um but <laughs> I guess that was a really hot take because we have six voice notes now. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> let's get into them. Yo, um shouts out to y'all, man. Two queens talking about uh pro wrestling. That's what's up. Um oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Okada. Uh yeah. You know, kind of, kind of injury prone. They do, you know, he do need to sit out for a little bit. Um, but, um, shit, my, uh, my, my dog, Cody, uh, Cody Ibushi, man, that's, that's the homie right there. I fuck with him. I just like his, oh, yeah. his, uh, in range skill. And, um, now I, I, like, I love Will Ospreay. I love the, you know, how he 
you know, how he been able to like reinvent himself. And, um, you know, he always had good ring work, but now he better promo. He got a better personality. You know what I'm saying? I, I like the faction that he got with the, uh, European Empire or whatever that shit called. But yeah. Shouts out to y'all, man. Y'all talking about wrestling, man. That's what's up. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, Koi Ibushi is i love him he's another sweetheart of mine yeah he's he's great um i do love the g1 run he had i want to say it was was it two years ago when did i go to japan three years ago three years ago uh, mm-hmm. even though tanahashi beat him in the main event uh and mm-hmm. won that g1 mm-hmm. um that still was a great match and i love the ring work that he did and also to prove himself mm-hmm. that he didn't need kenny for him to be a singles star. Mm-hmm. So I definitely oh, yeah. agree with that. Um, and New Japan got to get it together. Because they, <laughs> listen, them mm-hmm. going and taking off people's accounts on Twitter just from them posting screenshots of an introduction. That doesn't make sense, yeah. That is the wildest thing to me. I, <laughs> it might be different leadership. Because I don't recall that happening, you know, back under... Um, can't remember the old president so that you know they go kind of go by errors you know with their president mm-hmm. so it might be the new president now that's kind of trying to hold a tight shit but that might be a little too tight you know <laughs> you yeah. know i i think you know you you definitely want to keep you know having the fans talk more about your product and being able to kind of share different clips you know you, you want that because like i said you know you you still have wwe and you have AEW, so you know it's like you, you're not you're not alone anymore. You know you're not alone over there. For, you know, so you want to be talked about still. You know, yeah. And everything going on with the pandemic, you know, Japan shutting down, mm-hmm. you know, which is affecting oh, yeah. their ticket sales and stuff. I mm-hmm. honestly, my timeline is filled with nothing but wrestling fans. I don't see a lot of people talking about the G one. And every year, yeah. I remember, I used to always be, oh, I can't wait. Oh, the yeah. one's coming out. You mm-hmm. know, excited. The finals normally mm-hmm. happen in August. And then I remember mm-hmm. then they pushed it to, like, October finals around my birthday. I remember because I was so excited. And I think they kind of just kept that because I remember the first G1 was in Dallas. And I was the first time they had a G1 mm-hmm. in Dallas. And I was supposed to go and I didn't go. I'm a little upset. Um, yeah. But that was a, another... It was. I'm not gonna say it was a great show. It was a good show. Um, the best show that mm-hmm. they've had for me was when they did Ring of Honor versus New Japan at Madison Square Garden. Oh New yeah, Japan. I was there. I was, I there. was there too. <laughs> <laughs> and Enzo and them yep. actually came out. Um, it was funny because my friend who was working at Ring of Honor at the time, he now works with AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in like these suites, which was weird because the way Madison Square Garden seats were where we were, were that the suite, you had to like go inside the stadium to be in the suite. It wasn't like a normal suite uh-huh. where you can see the action live. You could only watch the action from the TV. Um, and then you had to go mm-hmm. out into your seat. It was very weird. But Enzo and um, Cash, they were actually in the suite next to us hiding. Because there was no window. There's no way for you to look out. So it was easy for them to hide. Uh-huh. So they ran out. I, w- I was telling my friend, I was like, I thought I heard Enzo's voice. Like, because he has that very mm-hmm. distinctive voice. Like, you can't 
you can't miss it. Um, yeah. But that whole yeah. situation, again, antics. We we love the antics, mm-hmm. especially me. I love mm-hmm. the antics over here. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a little, that was yeah. a little crazy. Uh, we have mm-hmm. another voice note from Greg. I really need Ronda Rousey to come back so the world doesn't have to suffer with another Shayna Baszler feature <laughs> at all. I don't want to say she's bad or she's terrible. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and, and I mean, and, and to be honest, I think even with Rhonda's star quality, and, and not to front on her at all, she definitely brought a lot more eyes to the product when the time she was there. She definitely did. Now, she wasn't really yeah. over with the universe like that. But I mean, me personally, I. I I don't know. I just couldn't really get with her for some reason. I couldn't really put my finger on it, you know, but you know, um, I, I don't really see her even coming back at this point. Like what does she really bring to the vision at this point that she couldn't have brought the first time around that. And that's just my personal thought on it, you know? So I, I don't know, <laughs> but it's clear. Yeah. I mean, as far as she and the basil goes, I don't think they know what to do with her at this point. Um, she had a tag team run with Nia Jax. Now, I think Nia's, I think she's either hurt or she's out. I think um, they don't know what to do with her. So it's like they're kind of floating her around, putting her in this match, attack this person, attack that person. I don't know. So so I don't, I don't know who to really blame that on. Is it SmackDown or is it Shayna? So I, I don't really know. Yeah. I think it's hard because Shayna, and this is just kind of just being like, I, I don't want to say a fly on the wall, but kind of like a fly on the wall. Shayna personality isn't giving what it's supposed to give. It's hard for fans to uh-huh. connect. Like I loved Shayna at first. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we 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 love a butch queen. Um, so I yeah. I love her. Um, I just hated mm-hmm. that they always put like black makeup on her eyes. Like chill out. She, she don't <laughs> she don't need all that. She she does not yeah. need all of that. Like it's not making her mm-hmm. look intimidating. It's definitely not right. what it's supposed to get. Um, but I think that because Shayna is an actual like fighter, um, because mm-hmm. I've watched some of her interviews that she's done, some of her shoot interviews, and she said that she kind of had to like switch her style a little bit because she doesn't want to actually hurt nobody. Um, so sometimes right. it's kind of mm-hmm. hard because you got to try to make someone else look good while they're trying to make you look good. And you're also trying to not hurt them in the process. Now, I think Shayna needs a mouthpiece, like a Paul Heyman kind of thing. Um, Not Mm -hmm. trying to find someone to do that for her. Yeah. Who can really do that? I mean, right now, the one of the best mouthpieces that they have is Zelina Vega. Um, her as a manager, yeah. mm-hmm. she did great work for Andrade. Oh yeah, like I, mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, but I also know she oh, can yeah. wrestle her ass off. Um, mm-hmm. So that's it, it's hard because it's kind of like, well, if she gets someone to go and be her mouthpiece, especially Zelina, mm-hmm. then Zelina kind of has to take a backseat on her wrestling, which is something she doesn't want to mm-hmm. do. So, right, it's not that mm-hmm. I don't like Shayna. It's just like you said, they don't know what to do with her um and mm-hmm. i think that her character it just like it didn't make sense like do you yeah. remember two years ago 
when she did the um, elimination chamber and she eliminated everybody. And then oh, yeah. they did all that just for her to lose. Like, mm-hmm. what was that build up for? Why are we building her up right. to be this great, like, oh, yeah, she's she's almost like a Nia Jax. She's an irresistible force. No pun intended. Right. And mm-hmm. then she just loses clean, like clean mm-hmm. booking. What are we doing? We, right. we can't get behind somebody that you can't even get behind. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. just, it didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's been pretty much the overall feeling with the WWE a lot of times. It's like, okay, what do you expect us to do with this person that you have out here? It's like, we want to like them, but we Mm kind of get a feeling of how you're going to treat them. So we don't really know, (laughs) you know? So I, you know, yeah. yeah. Like they're all over the place. So we're all over the place. And then they're like, well, why don't our fans connect? Because you have a baby face literally like losing to a heel <laughs> but then you got the heel losing mm-hmm. clean uh, like it just it doesn't make sense look at mm-hmm. your own product like i don't think that they watch their own product sometimes because it just mm-hmm. <laughs> it it just there's no way i honestly can't even give yeah. them an excuse there's no way that they watch their own product and go you know what this is great <laughs> stuff right here this just makes sense like what are we doing as great yeah thing. what are we doing all right we got yeah, a lot I think, of those uh, notes oh you okay. can go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> you can go ahead i was just looking oh up. well no it, and um and i think a great example of that was you know that you know the demon finn balor versus roman reigns match i kind of feel like they you know they had really reached a flow but then that ending where he's on the top rope and all of a sudden the rope breaks like and then he loses. His, I, I couldn't understand, like, what was the whole point of that ending? Like, were they doing it ending to continue on the storyline? If so, when were they going to do that? Because I don't think they had any matches since then. But it's like, what was the whole point of that? You know, so it's it's kind of the whole thing. Like, you wanted us behind this match. So it's like, and this is what you gave us. So <laughs> what are we supposed to do with this? You know, so, but yeah. 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 That was a good like, example for me. It just didn't make sense. The rope breaking, like, None of it, yeah. None of it, Nasser mates. I thought he really hurt himself. I will say that because it didn't mm-hmm. look like it was on purpose. Mm-hmm. So it just, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That whole story just didn't make sense. And then to have the demon lose clean again, yeah. mm-hmm. losing clean, and we know every mm-hmm. time Finn Balor brings out the demon, he wins. So why are we right. doing that character? If that's the case, you want him to lose clean. Have him as just Finn Balor, not as the demon. We get it. Ratings, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, yay. But to be honest, if you did Brock Lesnar versus the demon, we, mm-hmm. would, we would like that too. We, yeah. We would like yeah. that too. Um, mm-hmm. you, you didn't and I think to do that. And I think what they're ultimately trying to do with Roman Reigns is have him set a, uh, a title reign, no pun intended. Um, so I think he's currently at, uh, he's at over 300 days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think they want to have a nice, nice title run for him as far as the number of days and, you know, kind of get him in, in that record book and in that aspect. So I, I kind of think that's where they're really trying to go with it. So they got to keep him with the title as long as possible. Now, what, the, what happens at Crown Jewel, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Normally when Brock is in a title match, he normally wins. So I don't know. You know. Mm. I'm looking to see how many uh, days. Uh, okay, so this is from October 7th. It says he was 300 and so a week ago, just about almost a week ago. So he's been champion for mm-hmm. 316, technically now 17 days. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's been champion. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do think they're yeah. trying to give him that run to, you know, make that championship look good which Mm -hmm. i agree with it makes sense but again you can't book certain characters a certain it just Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense in a long run because they're thinking short term and we're thinking long term Mm -hmm. so yeah oh all right let's let's yeah and i think yeah oh wow we have 10 voice notes. <laughs> Let's oh, wow. Get through these 10 voice <laughs> notes real quick. <laughs> oh. I gained respect for John Cena when Seth Rollins broke his nose and he, and he finished out the match and didn't act like a diva. <laughs> and the open challenges. I was like, hmm. Right? Because I went from being a kid who just, I, I love John Cena. And then I was like, I said, man, this guy fucking sucks. He's doing the same shit every night. And I was in the PG era. I think the PG era really kind of made people hate John Cena because he was there every night and like they didn't really have a whole lot of great talent during that time span from like late 2007 all the way to like 2010. They had this weird, weird area in WWE where there wasn't really much going on. It was always John Cena opening. If not John Cena, it would be Randy Orton. And it just was like, it was the same stuff over and over, you know? And on SmackDown, like Jeff Hardy, Edge. And then Nexus came, shook some stuff up. And then new talent started to come out of that NXT and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, no, definitely. But Cena. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that was a weird time in the WWE. But I gotta say, was Batista around at that time? I think he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. So I, I don't think, think he was kind of height. He, he was career though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird time for the company at that time. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into the next one. Shit, they beating them in ticket sales, and they also beating them in a the demo, and um. They also said that uh, WWE been like uh, leaking like false information. Like a lot of people was talking about that Domino's was mad at AEW for the um, the death match between Chris Jericho and um, uh, what's my man named dog Nick Gage. Because uh, Nick Gage was using a pizza cutter, and then when they had cut to commercial break, and when they played picture to picture, they played a Domino's commercial. And, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, insiders and shit, dirt sheets or whatever, was saying that Domino's was mad, but come to find out that WWE put that lie out there. And, you know, now you got Tony Khan, Tony Khan talking spicy and shit. Like, I got more money than y'all. If y'all want to play this, then we can go ahead and do it. And, you know, I, I love it. <laughs> Antics. That is the word of the podcast. Antics. Because that's all that it is. For all we know. Right. Buddy, buddy. Vince and Tony Khan might be best of friends, for all we know. Mm -hmm. But the antics Mm -hmm. is what keeps them both relevant. So definitely. 
Definitely. I can dig it. All right, next one. I feel like WWE waited way too long to push white trash and, <laughs> you know, hood booger. And I, and not to use derogatory terms, but to say, like, this sort of, like, you know, scary white boy, you know, uh, black athletes, uh, kind of ghetto, kind of on the edge characters. They didn't really... AEW represents how we really are. Like, you got folks that are just, you got these white guys that like to scrap, these kind of Irish guys, these crazy guys, these wild guys. And then you got these, like, really dominant black characters in wrestling that never got a push. These two groups, these two different, this these two entities, also other ethnicities of people. And WWE waited too long to do it, whereas where AEW came out the gate pushing everybody. Of all different walks of life, and I think that's where WWE's getting hit hard. Mm. 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 All right, mm. I kind of so, feel like that's a whole nother conversation for like a whole nother show, as far as like you know, black characters and you know how they're pushed in pro wrestling. I think that I think that's a whole nother show in itself. I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I agree. <clears throat> I think we can get into that definitely next week. I'm gonna write that down for next week. Yeah. Next one. <clears throat> but you know, they not just hiring people from WWE. They hiring people from the indies too. And they also giving like indie, like in- indie stars, like they, they time to shine too. Like, you know, they, they brought war, war horse up there. War, uh, war horse. I'm hip to him. Um, they got my man Lee Moriarty and I've been fucking with him since like, uh, I think Lucha Underground and MLW and Ring of Honor and shit. You know, they, they, they are supplementing a lot of independent stars from your Ring of Honor, from your New Japan or from, you know, these little smaller, um, independent leagues. And they also giving them time to shine and giving them their own platform. I do like the fact that AEW focuses on their, not only the talent that they got from, you know, other places, but they're focusing on their in-house talent, you know, Darby Allen, MJF. One of the promo guys, for real, for real. I fuck with that boy, and uh, I, I like Jungle Boy. He he he, not, he all right. Um, I agree for some of it. Definitely agree with some of it. Uh, MJF is a beast with the promos. And uh, fun fact: MJF is from Long Island. I am a native New Yorker, mm-hmm. um, so I've seen MJF way before he became this huge MJF. He lives his character twenty four seven. Uh, there's a little boy that was after uh, Indie Shock. I forgot what show it was. Um, mm-hmm. And this little boy just like wanted to meet MJF and get a picture. MJF was not in ring clothes. Like he was actually leaving out the building to go home. And he's like, $5 just to talk to me. And I was like, <laughs> what? He's like, $5 to talk to me. <clears throat> and he, the little boy ran to his mom was like, Mom, Mom, I need $5. And he's like, you know what, kid? Make it twenty. You want? I feel like you're gonna want a picture. Make it twenty. She's like twenty dollars. He took the little kid's twenty dollars <laughs> and took a picture that he just like made this like smug face in and like walked away. <laughs> um, but I will say, when he like went outside, when the kid and all of them didn't see him, he told the promoter to give the mom back the money. Uh, so he's oh, okay. he was the character twenty four seven, but he did get yeah. the money back. So you know we. We, I love MJF. Uh, my friend Shay, she yeah. says that's her husband. So she loves him. <laughs> Next one. 
And then one one thing I do like about the like the playing field now is just like people people are able, especially independent wrestlers who really spent time on the indie scene to work on their character. Um, I, I could understand going to you know NXT and NXT did give that independent feel before they just now they they went back to developmental and now they trying to change a lot of people uh, you know gimmicks and characters. You know, that they spent like 10 plus years perfecting and honing their craft on the independent circle. Like the fact that they wanted Adam Cole to like change his, cut his hair and, you know, he can't even go by Adam Cole no more because of Michael Cole. They didn't want nobody to, you know, think that they was related. You just, when you hear shit like that, it's like, damn, like y'all really fucking up the shit. Stop listening to their cheats. Adam Cole said none of that is true. <laughs> Oh, shoot. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. That is exactly what the fuck it is. The issue is the the black makeup, like making her look like Wednesday Adams and shit. Like, why are we doing this? I I don't get it. I don't understand (laughs) it because she can actually wrestle. That's that's what pisses me off. It's like you don't really have to put her over some like hyper masculine, like knockoff MMA character. Like it doesn't look right. It just I think maybe when they created her character, that was around like the talks of Brock going to UFC. Then he had a whole bunch of talks with like Rousey and other like UFC wrestlers and well fighters and stuff like that. It's like, you know what? Let's just make her look like an MMA fighter. But you know what? Put her in wrestling gear. That shit don't look right. It don't look right. As a result, like they are keeping that going. Don't be surprised if she don't make the cut next April when it comes to WWE and she ends up at AEW because one thing Vince don't like is people that don't like being liked. And I don't think her character likes to be liked. Mm. That's a mm. hot take. He doesn't like characters yeah. that don't like to be liked. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, <laughs> WWE WWE basically doesn't watch their product because now they're watching AEW. And for the first time in over, what, 15, 20 years, they've had to deal with the fact that their competition is on the same level as them. They're not better than them. They're at the same level. And mm-hmm. they come on better nights. They have better ratings. And they have like wrestlers that people can actually connect to. And that's going to be the downfall of them. You know, I have a conspiracy theory about them, but I'm not going to get into that. All I'm going to say, and I'm, <laughs> this probably be my last voicemail, is this. <laughs> when it comes to the WWE, it's the business first. The wrestlers second. It wasn't like that once upon a time. And that was the most successful time for WWE slash WWF. I don't know where they are now, but I know they're not going far. They're either stuck here or they'll improve, but I doubt it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell with the WWE um, where exactly they're going to go a lot of times. Um, And I guess one one thing I can kind of pinpoint is the women's division. You know, um, I think there was a time where you know, they had really, really had gotten behind it and really got it going. But then it kind of hit another slump. And I think, um, you know, they're missing Asuka because I think she's still hurt. But I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, her kind of being out and then, you know, they they had a Kyrie Sane with her and then, you know, she got hurt. And I think at some point they just kind of hit, they kind of hit another, uh, another wall. It's like they're kind of plateauing again because it's like, okay, 
as much I, I think I love Charlotte Flair just as much as everyone else, but how many times do we really need to see her as champion? You know, before you know, we all kind of trying to uh, be her daddy's record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's obvious at this yeah, point. I mean, the way they yeah. literally hopscotch the title between her and Sasha. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, we got our last one from Greg. So, according to Twitter, five days ago, he was at four hundred and five days. That's too fucking long. A year plus? Like that's like Nikki Bella. Like what? No, shut up. Shut up, Greg. Shut up. Yeah, I mean, shut up. I, okay. I, will. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't compare him to Nikki Bella. Come on, Greg. At all. <laughs> At all. Come on, Greg. <laughs> he he listen. Hey, I don't know, Greg. Take I don't either know. slander, either slander, because I actually like Nikki's title reign. But we we we, we will save that. I'm writing all of this down for next week's docket, so uh, don't worry about it. So just to kind of get a nice little outro, uh, we will be back next week, Friday, same time. Yep. Same rap channel, mm-hmm. as they say. Um, and on that episode, <laughs> we will go into how Black wrestlers are shown in wrestling. Um, that was a hot mm-hmm. tip that we had earlier that we can definitely deep dive into. Um, and mm-hmm. another thing I just thought of is, if there was one thing you could change in WWE to make it better, what would it be and why? Um, we're going to dig a little, <laughs> a little deep into that. Um Mm-hmm. So before we go, is there anything you would like to say? Would you please plug all your social medias? Yes. Um, so I'm mainly on Instagram. I'm on back on Twitter a little bit, but both handles are elements of cool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much on there. Um, Facebook is for the family, so I won't plug that one. But yeah, Instagram <laughs> and Twitter, elements of cool. Um, I'm definitely on there. So yeah, follow me. But yeah, I definitely okay. I enjoyed the show. Like this was very fun. Like I, I really enjoyed it. And it's my very first pod, so you know. Yay! And get to say, talk about wrestling for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we said 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will definitely yeah, that's say, awesome. uh, yeah. my Twitter handle is Miss Precious2. So you can find me on Twitter there. It's also my Instagram handle. Uh, I am working on our podcast social media. So by next episode, everything should be up and running. Um, it will be the Melon and Matt on all platforms. So be sure to look yeah. out for that. Um, this has been great. I'm so glad that we got to do this. I have had such a great yeah. time. We will be back, like mm-hmm. I stated, next week, Friday. Uh, so you can catch us yep. here next week friday and i hope everyone has a great night and enjoy your weekend and stay for aew tonight because mm-hmm. suzuki versus daniel bryan love him oh that that mm-hmm. match is that match is mm-hmm. gonna be a banger so i'm excited oh yeah so make mm-hmm. sure you guys watch that tonight and i hope everyone has a great night peace and love y'all bye
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.